amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to Goes Both Ways with Steve and Christy. <laughs> Christy and Steve. This is the podcast. It's a relationship podcast. If you're new to it, we talk about everything from uh, marriage, our marriage. We talk about marriage. We talk about kids. We talk about jobs. Everything. We talk about your bowel movements. Yeah, we yeah. talk about all of the things. Including uh, when we're recording this episode, it is both Mother's Day and our anniversary. So this is a special anniversary edition where happy anniversary, happy, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy, 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 happy anniversary. Uh, okay. Sorry. Um, and if you enjoyed that, then make sure you subscribe and you leave a comment and a review of this podcast. We appreciate it. Let's get into a brand new episode of It Goes Both Ways. Steve and Christy. Christy and Steve. <laughs> It's Mother's Day, what can I say, it's also our 12th anniversary, I wanna know, if sex is up to go tonight, I'd like to bend it over and make you scream. Okay, okay. But then the kids will come in. They'll be knocking on the bedroom door, and I'll never know again the way I got with you. Welcome to Goes Both Ways with Steve and Christy. <laughs> Christy and Steve. Uh, this is the podcast where we're starting the show off with a threesome. It's a three-way celebration this week for us. Yay! Um, uh, it's not the kind of threesome that most guys want. Yes, we are not swingers. <laughs> we, we are not. We don't even swing one way. You don't way. have to be <laughs> swingers. You can just once in a while invite someone into the bedroom and see what happens. No. This t- type of three-way is it was my birthday, the big 4-0 this week. Yay! Happy birthday, old man. Thank you. And then also it was... Our anniversary and Mother's Day on the very same day. Today. Today when we're recording Happy anniversary, my person. Hey, happy anniversary, my person, to you too. I mean, I I started off our anniversary slash Mother's Day by finding out that 
I did the right thing for your Mother's Day gift slash anniversary gift. You try so hard because you're a terrible gift secret keeper. I'm a bad secret keeper, yes. You, you are mm-hmm. when it comes to giving gifts. Yes, of course. Because you get so excited. You're like a little boy and you're like, I want to tell you. Then we were talking about all the different things going on. That you were getting a gift from your mom for our anniversary. And of course, you knew what it was because that's a big thing for you is that you always. I told her. She said, what do you want for your big anniversary gift? And I said, well, actually, there's this really nice cooler that we could use when we go camping this summer with the kids. Well, not knowing that you had said that to her, I had kept the list from Christmas about Aww. all the different things that you wanted. That's the long game. I go out. I buy said cooler. Oh. And it comes the day after my mom's. Your mom's cooler. You tried so hard. I it did really try. It really broke my heart to like have to pop that bubble because you're you usually suck at giving gifts. And so you Well, that was really very blunt. But we've talked played, about I mean, you played the long game. It's an ongoing theme on this podcast though about how bad I am at it. And since it is also our anniversary, I wanted to talk about the last time we actually really celebrated our anniversary. This year it's on Mother's Day, so we celebrate it. I, I remembered it because in years past, um, three years ago, I realized it was my anniversary because Fallon looked over at me and said, Congratu- happy anniversary, and I go, uh-oh, because you had posted it. I, I beat you to the Insta post. See, what did you do that day? You were going to post anything because in the world of you know, everything is on social media. That's mm-hmm. how we communicate with one another. Yeah. And People, I had, not us. And I don't want to say that I forgot that anniversary. But you hadn't, like, you were not Johnny on the spot. I had forgotten because Fallon said it to me. And I remember looking over her going, oh, shit. Because I did it intentionally mm-hmm. knowing that either you or a friend would see it and bust your chops about it. And you loved it. That was something. I did. But the last time we had an anniversary was our 10th anniversary. It was our trip. Well, we, well, we have an anniversary every year. We do. You're right. But the last time we celebrated it in a way is there our 10th go. anniversary. And we went to Charleston, South Carolina. Such a good trip. So we land in Charleston, South Carolina right away. We uh, ask an Uber to come and pick us up. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. So we're at the airport. It's 11 o'clock at night. And Uber picks up. And it's a guy in a pickup truck. Like a real beefy one. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's not the worst thing ever. He can just throw it into the back. So I'm sitting in the driver's seat. Christy's sitting in the passenger's. Or excuse me. I'm sitting in the passenger seat. Christy's in the back seat. So we head to Charleston from the airport. And Charleston has this giant bridge. It's horrifying. Yeah. So... We're driving very fast. Very fast. Not using turning signals. <laughs> and as we talk, the because there's always small talk, especially if you're sitting in the... It's always so awkward with an yeah. Uber driver because yeah. some some want you to be chatty and some just like the silence and they just want you to shut the fuck up and pay them. Mm-hmm. And it's always hard to gauge which is which. So then I usually try to just be quiet and then like let them take the lead. Yep. And we did that. And that was the wrong choice. Yes. He wouldn't stop. Because this guy, he was now working as an Uber driver. He used to work in the South Carolina jail system. Yes. But he had prison. Yeah. Yeah. But he had been left on death row with someone who he worked. Okay. Oh, no, he worked. He worked on death row. He worked on death row. He was a CO. Yep, he was a CO. And somehow, long story short, he got stabbed multiple times and left for dead, he said. I believe he said that he was shanked like Mm -hmm. 25 times. So he was on disability and he was making Uber money on the side while because they thought that he might not be a good person to go back into the prison system because he seemed angry. And as he sped over... (laughs) 
the Charleston Bridge, telling as, us this. As he's telling us, yep. recap of his life, I can tell that he's triggering himself. His face get red, mm-hmm. his blood pressure start to rise. Absolutely, his PTSD is kicking in as he's barreling down the highway yeah. over this horrifyingly high bridge. I remember like I could see his hand actually tighten on the steering wheel <laughs> as we crested. Right. Okay. And started to come back down from the, the top of the bridge. Right, right. Christy won't even look out the window. No. I'm looking at beautiful Charleston Harbor, whatever it's called. All I, don't know I what could it's called. think was that he was gonna be so triggered. Yeah. That he was just going to steer us right off the bridge. Yeah. Just like nosedive right off that. So, of course, that's how we started our anniversary trip then the very next day. <laughs> so we like jump out of the car. We're like, okay, we're all right. We get to the hotel. Yep. The very next day, we go look for seafood boil. And who's picking us up? Same guy. Same guy once again. <laughs> but you know what? It was okay. I left a heartier tip the second time. Yep. <laughs> because I was afraid. Thanks. Thanks for not killing us. Thank you for not driving us off. <laughs> but I, I will say, if you ever do get a chance of going to Charleston, South Carolina, like this is a little travel tip because people will hopefully start traveling more and more. And if you haven't been there before, is walk it in South Carolina. Like walk up and down, like through the historical areas the little, of it. Yeah, the little side streets. Yeah, through the side streets because there are so many 1,700 gravestones and like the like cemeteries yep. where like some legit people were. Like they said, like, oh, this is the house that George Washington stayed in and, you know, all these different things. It's a it's a very cool town. Yeah, it is. Very it's beautiful. It's a beautiful it's town. It's rich in, in history. Rich in history. <laughs> also. But more importantly, it's the home of my lover, Bill fucking Murray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill fucking Murray lives there. Also, Stephen Colbert has a house there. Okay. And Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. Not his name. What's his name? Darius, Darius Rucker. Rucker. You're right. I went to a Hootie concert. Mm-hmm. I told the story before. My boyfriend at the time literally said, hey, Hootie, to get him to come over to take a photo with us. Darius did not care for that. Yeah, but to be fair, but you have to understand this. Uh, Darius knew this already, but Hootie and the Blowfish is a bad name for a band because <laughs> it's just like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, the Dave Matthews Band. Right. Um. I mean, go through like the list of different bands that have a person's name in it. You're automatically going to think that Hootie is Darius Rucker and then right. the Blowfish. Oh, I get it. I get it. But he did not care for it. Yeah, he didn't understand that. He was not happy. One more little side note. So where we stayed in Charleston, because I do think this is interesting. Maybe I'm the only one. If you do go to Charleston, there's like um like a like a uh, navy museum right there and down from that is a golf course and the golf course is where they shot all the scenes in Forrest Gump for Vietnam. Yep. Which is crazy to me. So it you is crazy. you think that they're like, "Oh, this is like all the helicopters when they're landing in the movie." Mm-hmm. That's actually at a golf course in South Carolina. It's bonkers, <laughs> it's right? Bonkers. Um speaking of movies, I want to talk about a movie that I saw last night. Um, with my man crush. Who's my man crush right now, Christy? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. That That is your your foxy, foxy man. It's on Amazon Prime. It is a Tom Clancy movie called Without Remorse. And I can tell you, skip the whole entire movie, but watch the last three minutes of it. Uh, the movie has horrible plot. That sounds like a horrible, great advertisement. Has horrible special effects. Has a, I mean, it's one of these movies where you're wondering what the plot is the entire time, and you're like, "Why am I watching this?" But at the very end of the movie, Michael B. Jordan Don't has to spoil hold. It. I'm not ruining it. At one point, he has to hold his breath. Okay. Oh my God, the pillow lips on Michael B. Jordan when he's holding his <laughs> breath for th- like. 
I, I mean, I can't get enough of it. So let me get into anniversary. It is our anniversary. And you can play this with your spouse also when it comes to your wedding anniversary or a big days in your life. What was your favorite memory of the last year of you and I? Do you have one, Christy? Actually, I do. What? Um, When you started going back to work and having to leave the house, I actually got used to like you being here. And so like the kids, you know, were back in school and whatever. And so for a little bit, it was you and I. Yes, right after they left. Yum, yum, right after they started back to school because there was like a small window mm-hmm. that it was just you and I at the house, right? And, and that was a lot of fun because... It was nice. It was nice. I mean, I'm kind of like, oh, now I'm back at work. We should have sent them back earlier just I so do, we could have that time. I know, but I, I I, do miss that now that you're now that you leave the house. I do appreciate a quiet house. Don't get me wrong. So you're at work and the kids are at school. I get my work done a lot faster, but it was it was fun to hang out during the day. I do think it's funny, too, that you said this to me earlier this week about how before you have like coffee, when you're first waking up, like, what are you what do you think you're like? How do you would you describe your mindset? Um, You you can't you can't talk to me and expect any kind of articulate answer. You can't ask me to read anything because I can't see yet and I don't I don't wear glasses all the time primarily when I'm on the computer but I should yeah because you're not a morning person uh, again you're the person that sets their alarm at six but doesn't get out of bed until 6 40 which I could never do right right but uh, okay what's something what's a new thing you would like us to start this year do you have anything um being nice to each other no, I think it's like an activity, Christy. Oh, like knitting class or painting no. class? I mean, w- would you get into like running as a couple? Would that be something you would like to do together? We've done it once or twice. Yeah, ever. we did it once or twice, and I don't enjoy running. Okay. I really don't. Um, And I don't think that it's really great for your body. It is. So, okay. Yeah. To your point, it can be bad for your body on yeah. your knees, but I think that's our people that are like extreme runners that go, you know, if you went like five, six miles a day. Okay. And I mean, muscle, like. Uh, what if we did like yoga in the park? That could be fun. Our yeah. friend Katie does that like once a week. I would do like an outside like yoga class. All right. You ain't, you ain't getting me to go in a dirty, skinky gym just yet. This is my favorite thing that Christy does when she does ew and gross. What are your, <laughs> <laughs> what's the reasoning behind ew and gross for you? If you say something just really asinine to me <laughs> or the kids say something asinine to me, I'll say ew. Like, how dare you? And that's a total ripoff from Schitt's Creek. Okay. Like, ew, David. If something is just disgusting, uh-huh. like we were going to Home Depot yesterday <laughs> to pick out plans. Weird. We're at Home Depot again. Weird, shocking. <laughs> date date day. Um, love language. It's very people-y. And I'm not okay with very people-y places yet. No, no. And so as soon as we pull in and I see all of the cars, I said, oh, gross. All of the people. <laughs> Gross. It could be anywhere. It doesn't matter where it's it just, is. It just looks like a cesspool to me. Because, again, she has conversations with herself. I do. She'll talk, and I'll be doing something, and she'll still be talking. And <laughs> I, it's hard for me to multitask, especially my brain and my ears at the same time. It's like trying <laughs> to understand two different things. It's impossible for me. So, uh, But you'll just hear once in a while, like, we'll be driving, I'll hear, gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> what are some fun sayings we developed this year? 
Well, we just did two of them. Yeah, ew and gross. So why don't you go? Why don't you take a turn? Um, uh, I mean, the one that's still, it's not this year, but I just can't get enough of pussy. Isaac's downstairs, so I'm afraid to say pussy. Well, we, yeah, we don't know exactly where he is. He's looming around the corner. I mean, we've definitely gotten, like, leaned into this year, I think, into K. I think most things are honestly ripped off of other people. I have no original material whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are three things? What three things would make our relationship even better? I have so many, like quintessential, snarky Christieisms flying in my brain right now. Hear, let's hear them. I love, but those. I don't want to because it's our anniversary. And no, I, but that's. Fun. I want to be like lovey. Okay, I love sweet. I love love, but you know that I also like snarky as long as it doesn't hurt. So just give me <laughs> some of them. Sting a little. I know. What's the one thing that you want me to work on right now? There's one thing. What's the one thing? What's well, the question you just asked? That wasn't it. I, I said what three things would make our relationship even better, and you said snarky stuff. Separation. No, Christy, my coworker, shout out Cal, she thought it was strange that like we were trying to normalize uh, divorce on the last episode. And I was like, no, I think that it, it totally makes sense that we're trying to normalize divorce. We're not saying that we want to get divorced. Not we're not yet. gonna We're not to that point. Yeah, we're not Bill and Melinda. Oh, uh, too soon. It's not too soon. It's crazy. That shit's gonna get fucking nasty. I don't think it will. There's so much money it can't get nasty. You don't think? No, because I believe he signed I think over. Her, I think her and Bezos' axes are just going to be going on a shopping spree. Bezos' axe Get already, rid of that stash real quick. Bezos' axe already married someone else. A teacher, I want to oh, say. Oh, really? And then Mel, Mel B as I call her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she, I think on the day that they announced their divorce, they signed over some kind of paperwork where now she is the wealthiest or second wealthiest woman in the world. Yeah, that's going to be my next husband. <laughs> really? Okay, final wedding anniversary questionnaire question. So these, are, again, are questions you should be asking your spouse or significant other every year on your anniversary. What would you like to try in the bedroom this year? Sleeping. Let's try this again, okay? Okay. What would you like to try in the bedroom this year? Pooping in privacy. Third time's the charm, guys. Here we go. What would you like to try in the bedroom this year? Well, I see what you're doing. Uh-huh. I see the breadcrumbs that yep. you're laying out yep. for me. Am I Hansel? I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to subscribe. Why is that? Because later in the episode, Steve, I have an article that proves me right. Wait, right or wrong? Because there is no way. we. Even one of our friends says that you're wrong about this. And but anyway. I literally. Oh, do you have a retort? I, I really have a retort. There is nothing we'll normal get, about we'll it. We'll get to that in a, in a little bit. Uh, so one of the things that we are talking about is like things that have happened in our relationship that are weird. And camping is something that when we first started dating, you were opposed to it. And I grew up camping. I mean, that's something that my family would do. You know, we had a camper, but we did the tent thing. I was a Cub Scout. You were a Girl Scout, but Girl Scouts don't really camp. We know this. I mean, this oh. is long, long-standing tradition. I'm just letting you clothesline yourself because... I don't think I won't. Everything you're saying is completely inaccurate. But what I hap- camped all the time. All, you actually, you did camp all the in, time. all the time in a teepee. I mean, that's the kind of thing you did, which is true. That's not even a joke. That's not yep. even a bit. But yep. what you brought up something about like the first time we camped and you said, remind me about it. For our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Happy 12. Happy 12. Still going. Ish. 
I wanted to reminisce about some fun times that we had together. Okay. And so I asked you to come up with, you know, some stories and then you couldn't. So then I had to do it for you. Okay. So then here you go. The first time that we went camping was to a Dave Matthews Band concert actually out in the Midwest in, yep. in Wisconsin. Yep. I hadn't been ten camping since I was a little girl. I wasn't ever a fan. I was dragged to it by my parents. You were in the tent, pie-eyed, sleeping like a baby. I'm laying there wide awake hearing all of the creature noises. Are you talking about Panic Attack Christy? Where she starts hearing okay, things so that anyway, don't exist? Anyway. <laughs> So quiet that you can hear like little branches break or little twigs break. And in my brain, I'm just conjuring up. I'm like, are they coming after us? Are they coming after garbage? We let? Do they smell the food in our cooler? It's legit in the woods where this campground was. And I don't fracking know. And I'm not trying to get hunted by a bear or a coyote. And I mean, so we were at in the middle of the night. While you were passed out, yep, no. I go into our RAV4, really small vehicle, and I sleep with the doors locked. Yeah. So that way, if the bear came, yeah, which it would happen. get you. Okay, back to, just so you know, like this is a little fun fact. You didn't know this. Black bears are afraid of people. Grizzly bears, that's a whole other thing. Grizzly bears will eat your family. Black Viral bears, videos, Steve, viral videos. of bears coming up on people's Grizzlies? Back- porches getting into their hot tubs yeah yeah because they love to party they're not black afraid bears are of known, shit black bears they love a party so maybe they wanted to come in the tent and smoke a dube with okay. you a black bear yeah will smoke a dube listen to a little bit of earth wood and fire hang out in a hot tub grizzly bears yeah they'll eat your family okay they'll bite your body off so which ones are are residing in wisconsin black bears okay well anyway and that's why i knew i was okay and even if even if they did you became someone who was afraid of everything now. I legit, I just have an active imagination and that's okay <laughs> because that's why I'm creative. Yeah, um, so yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. I'm leaning in. Good for you. Good for you for leaning into it. <laughs> Thank you. But I wanted to point out one other thing is that this morning I said something to Christy and you made up a word. And you couldn't remember. Do you remember what the word was? Steve was trying to get me. So I come downstairs. Happy Mother's Day. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Make myself a cup of coffee. And you tried to get me to read something on your phone or who cares. And I replied back to you. I can't. My eyes don't work yet. Why? And then. Right. Which is what you said. Well, why don't your eyes work? I said before I have my coffee. My eyes are flurry. Okay, that's not a that that is a word. Like flurries are a word because that's something maybe with snow. What were you saying? It is a cross, a hybrid of when your eyes are fuzzy and blurry first thing in the morning, they're flurry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's this is what this is this is the Meta. potty. This is the party going on at our house right now. We're dealing with flurry over here. We're just making up words. It's okay. <laughs> So we have a mutual friend, and she listens, so we're not going to call her out. Maybe you did earlier, but we'll have to take that part out. Um, She was very concerned after listening to the episodes that we don't have enough. Relations. Yeah, of the loving. Yes. So I decided to look it up 
and fact check, if you will, how important or necessary oh, good. the actual physical deed is to a relationship. Okay, what, can I ask the source of this? I didn't write it down, so no. It's is just, it? Is it? Okay. It's, it's WebMD. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's hear what you have to say about so, this. Can a marriage survive without intimacy? All right. Okay. A marriage does need it to survive, but there are many types of intimacy. All right. Not just the physical act of love. Emotional and physical intimacy are oftentimes linked, meaning if a marriage is lacking in emotion, it's likely lacking in physical as a result. But here's where I win. We have emotional intimacy, I think, in my opinion. So even if we're on a little like downtrend of the physical, we still have a connection. We still have, like you just asked me a few minutes ago if I was still attracted to you. And I very quickly answered you and said yes. So we we feel comfortable with each other. We feel safe with each other. We make each other laugh. You know, we can confide in each other. All of those attributes that equal emotional intimacy, we have. Okay, I don't disagree with that. So just because... You know, you're not dipping and doing Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's not okay. Okay, so you started off with saying it's like you'll have dips and dots, dips and don'ts. Ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows, right? So what would be, in your idea, what would be an ebb and a flow? What do you mean? Because, like, right now, like, I understand what you're saying. It's like, you know, if you're emotionally connected. So we do have, no, what this is saying is we do have intimacy. It just depends on mm. what your version is in that moment. Ooh. So do so, we have physical intimacy? No, not right now. Mm. But so, we have intimacy. We have emotional intimacy. But here's where I disagree on this this topic, okay? Okay. Because, yes, we have emotional intimacy, okay? But then... That only lasts so far for some people, including me, when yep. like physical intimacy, because then it just feels like not the full entire circle. You're basically you're serving me breakfast, okay? Okay. Or I'm serving you breakfast, but I'm just having eggs. I love eggs. I'm never gonna say no to eggs, but I'd love bacon with it, and I'd love sausage with it, and I'd love home fries with it. So right now, right, but right uh, now, eggs will keep right me now alive. We're sold out of bacon. The restaurant sold out of bacon. Okay. Then, but then, I think that we're going to restock sometime in the future. Exactly. But you TBD. never tell me. So then that's how marriages start going to a different restaurant. Oh. Oh. oh you just got Denny's Grand Slammed. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you have from our relationship? Yeah. This would be a story for you to chat about because I was too busy counting the cash in our hotel room. Oh, Arizona. When we were in Arizona on our honeymoon. So right around... A couple days from right now, 12 years ago, and I, I may have talked about this on this podcast already, but if I have, don't worry about it. It's, it's still, still a good story. It's still applicable. I I saw a ghost, and that's the only thing I can say. That's the only way I can explain it, because it was during the NBA championship, and I was like, oh, my wife's going to be counting all the money back in the hotel in the Italian hotel sack that she had, because she was 
dead it's set. A, it's a it's a money purse. She wanted to have a money purse at our wedding, so we had got money from people as our gifts. So she's counting the dough, and uh, I'm sitting at the bar watching the NBA championships. And there's a guy next to me, and he's like, "Oh, what are you here for?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is our honeymoon." We like this got... old timey guy. Yeah, he's probably in his eighties. Okay, and uh, he looks at me. He's like, "Oh, you just got married?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I just got married." He's like. And I'm like, I was still not used to the wedding ring because I had only had it on for a couple days in a row right. now. Right, so you're like playing with it. And- yeah, and I had lost it already numerous times because <laughs> I would get in the shower and I would take it off and then I would not remember to put it on when I got out of the shower. So he's like, oh, you can never take off the wedding ring. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And then he goes like, this is what marriage is. And he told me that he had been married for 40 years. Okay. Happily married. <laughs> happily. Happily married. And he's like, you never take it off. I mean... And this is what marriage is like. And he took the wedding ring and he l- took it off a little bit. He and it was it, just. He slid it up. He, sl- his he slid it little. right past the knuckle. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first knuckle on his ring finger. And I'm not fucking kidding. It was like Scrooge when you see Bill Murray's guy have the golf balls fall out of his body. Right. The That's ske- the skeleton. The skeleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, his finger was dead. I mean, it was deformed. You could see the bone through it. Stop it. It was like a puff when he did it. And he goes, I like to think this is what marriage is like. So basically saying that marriage is where you'll slowly die. Your finger will start to erode. It rots your body. But I haven't taken my ring off since then. I can honestly say, when have I taken it off? You lost your ring at our friend's wedding. That's because I was doing a funny bit. That's something that I've learned. But you took your ring off. I think I actually told I think I told the exact same story about something at a wedding of a friend's house and as I took the ring off to show it it fell on the ground and it rolled. It was in a dark reception. It was in a dark reception. It rolled I thought into a back room like which, under a door crack. under a door yeah. which is basically was like the like the back room for the elevator. So I actually went upstairs I'm like I, I lost my wedding ring I need help. And the whole entire time, Christy had the ring. <laughs> and I didn't know it. And she actually. Have you, have you taken your ring off since? Not since that day. See? I haven't gotten it past my knuckle. I taught you. Since. I scared uh, you I scared good. Since probably 13, maybe 2014. There you go. Never. Uh, yeah. But when's the last time you had your ring on? That was delicious. I've already addressed this topic. And so I don't feel like I need to go into um, it again. The last like sweet little nuancy story that I could remember mm-hmm. um when we first started dating I don't know a month maybe two months in I went to Corning New York which is where I went to college a lot of your friends were a lot of my friends still lived there mm-hmm. so I went down there to stay the weekend with my old roommate Tracy and we went out dancing when I was there, I ran into the sister of my ex-fiance. Oh. So who could have been my sister-in-law? Okay. Her and I used to be very close. Of course. Obviously hadn't seen her in years. She came up to me and had some, you know, choice words. What did she say to you? I don't remember, and I'm not going to make anything did up Did she right make now. you, like, like she say... Made me, she made me uncomfortable, and she made me cry, and I'm sure that they had something to do also with the jack and diets that I had pounded. I called you drunk crying because I was upset, and I was far away from you, and I wanted you to comfort me. So I went out and sat in my girlfriend's car and called you, 
you're talking me off the ledge. The next thing I know, someone is knocking at the car window, scares the shit out of me. At your car window? Of the car that I was sitting. Okay. I love how you don't even a little bit remember this story. I don't. <laughs> totally don't. So it's like new to you. It's a guy. I have no idea who he is. I think he's trying to break in to attack me, but he's knocking on the window and I roll the window down the teeniest bit and I'm like, go away. And he's like, Steve sent me. Oh, I did know that this is my old roommate, Kevin. Yay. And so he came with oh, I flowers and candy or something. God damn, I'm good. You are so good. Damn, I forgot about that. Like he, I was three, no, two, two hours from where we we're currently living. That makes me sound like Big Brother, though, if you really think about it. Always watching, always judging. That's genius. I know. And so I'm two hours away for the weekend, and you just happen to know someone who comes to my aid and brings me goodies when I'm crying. My old roommate, Kevin, had lived in that town. So, yeah, I forgot. God, I'm See? fucking... I do some these things. A, you've been... A, well, it's, it's a little... It's a little creepy, but we're going to go with this mostly sweet. And you've been in the moment. Did you think it was mostly sweet? sweet for 12 years? Did you think in the moment that it was mostly sweet or did in the moment? Did you think it was weird? Well, I was drunk, so I probably thought that it was sweet. You should have thought that it was sweet either way. <laughs> well, I, I did. I did actually find an article that proves that I'm not a psychopath. So that's good news. OK, Ooh, yeah, because it's from post and it's about it's from the journal of environmental psychology and it says our relationships with nature is a well-documented and timeless experience that has become increasingly strained due to fast-paced living hectic life schedules and emphasis on convenience and one of the big things they found is the forensic psychologists found that the correlation with people that live in busy cities where that is all that's going on and that don't have like a a preference or a liking for nature, but a preference for city living are at a higher risk of being psychopaths. And I don't want to live in a downtown city. I see even our friends that have houses that are really close to each other. And I go, oh, that's claustrophobic. Right. We don't have a lot of area between us and our neighbors. But, you know, when they have like these neighborhoods that have people close back to back. Right. That's... Like you can literally reach your arm out the window yeah. and yeah. hand your neighbor yeah. something. So don't worry. I'm not a psychopath. I'm a great person. I don't know if that's really accurate, but we'll go with it's it. It's from a psychology magazine. Well, then it must be right. I did talk to my boss is that he thinks that he needs to work on his empathy. And I said, I probably need to work on my empathy, too. Yeah. Whoa. But I think you are. I, I'm trying making, my best. You're making great advancements, and I'm proud of you. Um, So I was trying to think about like good stories about us as a relationship and things that I've done in the past and things that I would be like, okay, embarrassed to share with you. And I can honestly think – I was thinking about it before. It's like I think I've told you everything. The gross – Where are you going with this? If you could give me a truth serum right now. Oh, God. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. What's the one question you would ask? I have no idea. Here's what I would ask you. Okay. Ready? Are you attracted to me? Yes. Damn it. Okay, let's try it. That wasn't what my <laughs> question was. That doesn't count, okay? Okay. Why doesn't it count? Okay, because that's, that's not I was trying to like trap you. Entrapment, okay? Okay. Do you really like me? Yes. Most times. Okay. Okay, a little bit. 
Okay. No, no, I do. I like you. Okay, let's try this. You're one okay. <laughs> what is the one thing that you've never admitted that you don't like about me? I can't say it because my mom listens, and I can't say it because it's awkward and no one else would want to know. Say it then. I'll bleep can it I, out. Can you'll you'll bleep it out? Yeah. Pinky swear. I pinky swear. Okay. Okay, so anyway. Things of <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Uh we're gonna try to get back into the routine of doing two a week. We're trying to figure out schedules right now. It's a whole new thank world you for, for us. Be- it is a whole new world, Aladdin. And thank you for being patient with us. <laughs> yes, thank you for understanding. You can check us out online. Uh Christy's Instagram is Make Christy famous. And you can check out me at Steve Latart. We have a website. It goes both ways podcast. And we also, if you're there, we also have a newsletter called The Weekly Tea, which you missed out big time because the <laughs> the newest one we just put out, the hash browns we made today for Mother's Day, bomb.com. One hundy. You one. did a good job. Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on It Goes Both Ways. Steve and Christy. Christy and Steve. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.